the house of wellness thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Get Cetaphil at your local Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Welcome back. You're listening to the House of Wellness, and please phone us in one three one eight seven three. We're going to jump into some calls in just a moment. We'd love to hear from you. Right now, it's back to school for our children, and with more than half of them wearing ill-fitted shoes, there's nothing worse. I've got flashbacks coming to me of my heels chafing and uh, being in a bit of pain. Sorry, Mum, I know you're listening. We are (laughs) trying to get the best out of a shoe. Uh, We are delving into the world of paediatric podiatry. Joining us on the line is Dr. Helen Banwell, a paediatric podiatrist and senior lecturer at the University of South Australia. Welcome to the show, Helen. The Australian Podiatry Association is running a campaign called Fit Feet Equals Fit Kids. Can you please elaborate? <laughs> and firstly, thank you for having me. And yes, I'd love to. Um, just as you just brought up there, that oh, those horrendous memories that so many of us have of ill-fitting shoes. And so the Podiatry Association just love to run a campaign this time of year just to remind us that our feet are our contact point with the earth. And if our feet are fit and healthy and functioning well, then there's a really good chance that those kids, our kids are going to be more active and sort of stay fit and healthy themselves. So we've just got a couple of tips and a couple of things out there that we're trying to you know, help parents get the best out of, um, you know, new shoes or um, school shoes as they go to buy them. Helen, would you say it's about putting your best foot forward? Because that's what I would say. <laughs> you are out of control. <laughs> been working on that for a while too. I, I, I've been waiting for the whole show to drop that Walk one in. way to the exit right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll see myself out. But um, I have heard that there's a study that found that 88.8% of children are in Luke's camp of wearing incorrect shoes at school. And of course that can have quite an effect on them. So tell us about that study. It's really quite frightening. Is that when we always knew that there was a big percentage of children out there wearing the wrong size shoes, as there are in adults, to be honest. But that was quite, quite, um, you know, even gave us as professionals pause when you go, okay, right, let's measure these children, and we find that so many are wearing them quite short. And of course, the reason they're too short is, and they're not the, the length of the foot, is because children grow, and and mm. you know, we blink and they grow. And as parents, it's not always too easy to pick up that they've gotten a little bit longer in the foot. You know, we can see it when their trousers are too short, but we don't necessarily see it so quickly with their shoes. But the problem with wearing shoes that are too small is it stops the motion, the natural motion of the foot around the rear foot and around the toes. So when we land, our our rear foot can't move as much and we run the risk of having more ankle strains and falling over and doing all those kind of things. And when our toes don't bend the way that they're supposed to, it stops us from propelling ourselves forward because we need a bent big toe to sort of push ourselves forward. Um, on the flip side, if you wear them too big, you can trip over them and slide around in them, as Luke was saying, and you know get nasty blisters and nasty skin uh, reactions to it. Helen, most children haven't worn any sort of formal shoes since the end of the school year last year. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be better to allow running shoes instead of insisting on formal shoes? I'm in your camp, absolutely. Now, the, the good news is as much as anybody over the age, of, I think 30 or 40, cringes as soon as you start talking about school shoes, there has been major strides forward in the last 30-odd years. And even a formal shoe now has many, many similarities to a sneaker and so therefore you know, are more comfortable. But I'm absolutely with you. If you have a sneaker that's a nice lightweight, bends where it's supposed to, fits beautifully, then your feet are going to be the happiest.
Oh, I love it. One consideration that you've shared with us is that it's actually better to go one size larger than too small as it has less of a significant impact on the foot function. But tell us about the importance of having shoes fitted by a trained professional rather than just doing it yourself. Tell me about that. Absolutely. So, and most of us have been to a shoe shop, I would imagine, and we've had our foot put on that little metal slidey thing where they, you know, measure it all up. And the importance of that is two things. That shoes are mass produced. So you don't get it, you know, if you've got a wider foot instead of a, a skinny long foot, the person behind that measuring device mm-hmm. can at least advise on what brands suit you better mm-hmm. and which way to, to fit better to um, have it done. But in the cases where you can't do that, we often talk about the rule of thumb when it comes to shoes. And this is something that I still use on my child today, is that as I put her into shoes that she hasn't worn for a while, I just get her to stand up, pop her thumb against her longest toe and just double check there's at least her thumb width between Mm -hmm. her longest toe and the end of the shoe. Mm. Helen, amazing. Uh, I've got to do another pun. I'm going to have to put my foot down now and uh, get onto some of our calls here. So if you'd like any information about the Australian Podiatry Association's back-to-school campaign, head to podiatry.org.au and you'll see a, you'll see an information tab there. What is podiatry and a back-to-school section, which will be super helpful. Helen, have a wonderful Sunday. Let's jump into Terry from Timble. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Terry. How can we help you? So my mum's turning 90 in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and she's trying to supplement... Her protein levels, because she's not been eating very much. So she bought some um, in-store protein powder, Mm -hmm. but she has gut issues. And the ones that she's bought have fibre in them. Yes. And that's just causing... It's causing her some some diarrhoea issues. Yes. Yeah, well, just pain in the gut, Mm. bloating... There um, are yeah, just so uncomfortable. Yeah, Terry, there are some uh, liquid protein supplements that you can buy almost in, in a little Tetra Pak thing. And is she living at home or is she in care? No, she's at home. Oh, good. Now, if you go to your local pharmacy, and they can either supply you or order for you some small Tetra Packs of high-protein liquids. So she doesn't have to worry about mixing anything. She's not going to worry about uh, having powders all over the place. It's just so much more convenient. So that's what you should do. She can put them in the fridge, um, dilute them with some water, whatever she wants to do, and that's probably the easiest thing, and just use that as, a um, say, a half a little Tetra Pak twice a day. And then she's going to be really supplementing her protein intake, which is really good for her core strength. So well done, and wish her a happy birthday. Thanks, Terry. Let's go from Terry from Timble to Trish in Hoppers Crossing. Good morning. Hello, Trish. Hey, I, I had the MS yes. and I had, sorry, I had a fall, oh, I think it's about 10 days ago mm-hmm. now, but, and I fell really, really hard and I know I fell on my coccyx bone. Mm-hmm. I was at my doctor's last Friday and um, she's organised for me to have an, an X-ray. Good. But I couldn't get an appointment until... Monday. Yes. I organised, I spoke with my chemist mm-hmm. and he, because of the actual pain, I'm, I'm in bed all the time mm-hmm. and it just, when I get up, I, I use a walker, I can't walk mm-hmm. unassisted, but it's just a pain when I get up to go, I only get up really to go to, to the toilet, toilet. Okay. and yep. things. But the tablets that I got were called 
No, no, cheese stick. Yes. Have they, and they're not making much difference, Trish. Is that what you're saying? Well, the ones that I, I was given, it only had so many in the packet. Yes. And it was like for four days or something. Yes. And I've used them. Mm. And um, I, I, so I got someone to buy me another packet. Yes. But one I was wanting to know, is it okay to keep taking them? Because I'm taking them. Let's let's get some things in order here, Trish. The scan tomorrow, so tomorrow's Monday. You're going to have the scan done. Your doctor by tomorrow afternoon or the next day will have that result and will want to have a chat with you. Based on that scan, he or she will prescribe for you the most appropriate painkiller, and that's important for your pain. And also ask them about a rubber cushion that you can sit on to take the pressure off your coccyx. But, but uh, make sure you attend that scan tomorrow. Keep us in touch, Trish. Please let us know what happens. Keep those calls coming in. One three one eight seven three. We'll be right back after the break here at the House of Wellness. You're listening to the House of Wellness right across Australia. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. When you face the world with dermatologist recommended Cetaphil, they do the skincare and you do you. Like Australian Olympic swimmer Emma McKeon, Emma loves how new Cetaphil bright, healthy, radiance performing serum hydrates her skin perfecting serum hydrates her skin she's got a power packed schedule so she needs a serum with the power of seven benefits in one it reduces dark spots and fine lines tones and boosts radiance Emma gets dermatologist tested Cetaphil for a great price every day at Chemist Warehouse 